Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we have another week of BIP, two episodes to discuss, and you are going to hear from Ashley I and Jared themselves, who obviously caused quite the stir with their amount of screen time on the season of BIP. Um, They did a junket yesterday with ABC, so I had uh, around eight minutes with them, and it was a little chaotic. They're adorable son was in the room and you might hear him in the background um there also was a little bit of confusion when i when they spoke about justin um to clarify when you hear that part justin did leave the beach there's nothing to spill there um i did clarify that with the network but um i just thought i'd keep it in as full so you can kind of get a full behind the scenes of what these abc junkets are like sometimes when you're doing them on zoom um and you know what let's just kick it off with ashley and jared because they did they were still there at the start of Monday's episode and you know I can't be the only one who was like oh boy and I said that to them I think you'll hear their reaction to it and I think they were a little bummed maybe about the backlash but also tried to explain from their point of view and as I said last week can we blame them for wanting the free vacation absolutely not I think this one's on ABC for what they chose to air and when they chose to air it but we see them you know celebrating that they had sex and how great it was and that's all fun and games um and then we kick off before a rose ceremony michael a is feeling alone he thinks you know he's gonna say goodbye to everyone he's not thinking he's gonna get a rose when of course danielle malby who in case you forgot is from nick vile season of the bachelor she shows up the music completely changes and it's all like we're in a hallmark movie all of a sudden, Wells points out that they are the same person. They have a similar history. Um, Danielle lost her fiance 11 years ago. He died of a drug overdose. And obviously, we know Michael A., his wife, died from after a battle with breast cancer in 2019. So Wells has since tweeted that he 100% set these two up. And I think this was a real missed opportunity for the show not to keep this in. And Wells responded to someone on Twitter who said they were pissed they cut this out. And I'd have to agree because... It for me took a little bit away from the love story of Michael and Danielle, which I think does make sense and I think will probably continue throughout the season because I was hyper focused on how ridiculous it was to make it look like it was this magical moment of Danielle casually walking down the beach when, as you'll hear Ashley say, there's producers doing the show and I know they don't want to break the wall completely, but if you use Wells and apparently what actually happened was, you know, Wells knew they'd be a good pair, knew Michael was getting ready to leave, we got to send in Danielle now. I feel like I've done a lot of interviews in the past. Ivan was one of them who kind of noted, you know, if they just brought people down who you knew they were interested in at the right time, it would cause less 
maybe drama or near misses. Um, it was also last season or maybe the season before there was someone who they met up like at the hotel. I'm drawing a blank now who it was. But um, I do think that's fair to say that maybe sometimes we should bring people down in a less organic way if we want to keep them there. Obviously, it's not fair that Michael A is going to get special treatment, but he was going to. You know what I mean? Like, I totally understand the frustration from the alums who didn't get special treatment, but if they're going to do it, at least be a little more honest about it and have Wells be like, I don't want Michael to leave. I'm going to go get Danielle. I heard she's in Mexico. Just give us that so we don't have to, like, fake this. She's casually here to save the day. Um, Sierra tweeted that she felt highly disrespected watching this all go down. She called it hashtag convenient. And I don't blame her because I said this last week. I like Michael A. I'm not trying to come down on him, but I think he did a poor job breaking up with Sierra. I think he needed to own it a little more and say he just wasn't that into her because that's what it came down to. And instead, he kind of blamed it on not sure if he was be ready to date, brought up his grief. And I'm not saying I know what it's like to, to be Michael A. in this situation at all because I definitely don't. But I don't think he said that to Sierra. I think he, you know, you'll hear Ashley I also say she thought Michael A was going to leave too. But it really was that he just wasn't that into Sierra and he didn't tell her that. So I didn't like that, to be quite honest. Um, And I think that that's been interesting to watch kind of this fan favorite navigate maybe a response he wasn't expecting. But I think we're definitely going to see Danielle and Michael A go the long haul at least on the show I'd be surprised if they got engaged because he does have a son so unless they bring James to paradise I think that might be a little strange I also think it's totally unfair that they don't have to go through this whole split week situation I get they just met so if Danielle left it wouldn't have made sense but then they should have just brought Danielle on sooner and had a clean break for this rose ceremony when I go through who accepted roses that then the split happened everyone should have had to go through that I don't think it's fair that Danielle and Michael get to skip it because that's even more giving special treatment we're giving him all the special treatment already how are they going to give him the other special treatment it's a little ridiculous in my opinion um but their date was nice and i think that they you know did have a lot of candid conversations that i can't imagine having on tv that i'm sure were hard so you know i applaud them for that for sure we see peter the pizza man leave thank god talking shit about Brittany, who obviously doesn't deserve that at all. Um, He thinks that she's a clout chaser. Don't think that that's true. Casey, the geriatric millennial, as he referred to himself, is trying to kind of tell Brittany what Peter's saying and fill him in. And then he collapses out of nowhere, you guys. It's like Survivor. They're calling the medics. It's like Jeff Probst in Survivor when they go, medic, we need a medic. And by the way, it kind of took the medics a long time. So maybe they're not, you know, that close to the beach, which I guess you don't expect too many injuries on, on Paradise, unlike Survivor, for example. Jill is distraught. They're saying he's dizzy. Michael A. thinks he stirred the pot with Brittany and now he, you know, is can't handle it. But this this collapse, well, I think real and where he was dizzy, wasn't, I don't think, the problem. It was how he fell on his ankle. Because according to his Instagram, guys, Casey says he hasn't walked right in four months since this happened. And he's still in a cast. So he, like, broke bones and tore things. We see him get taken away in an ambulance. They kind of aired it like it was almost like Lisa Vanderpump fake feigning on Dancing with the Stars or Tierra fake feigning on Sean's season or a Kelsey Poe to really bring us back to Chris Souls. Um, we've had some maybe potentially allegedly fake injuries on the show before, which they kind of kind of implied it was like that, but then now he's still in a cast. So, you know, I hope Casey's doing all right. Clearly this wasn't probably the greatest experience for him. James and Logan are, quote, fighting tooth and nail over Shanae. James tried to win her over with shrimp. It didn't work. Um, she picked 
Logan. So at the rose ceremony, we've got Serene and Brandon, Lace and Rodney, Jacob and Jill, Genevieve and Aaron, Shanae and Logan, Victoria and Johnny, Danielle and Michael, and we say goodbye to Justin. At the end of the first episode, we have our new arrivals of Jasenia, Sarah, Kate, Eliza, and Florence from Australia. And one thing I will say about this is I think the women overreacted. I think there was no sleep, alcohol, um, a lot of weird emotions, you know, panicking happening. But I do think it's interesting what they were saying about how beautiful the ladies looked because as Victoria F. put it, five beautiful ladies with blown out hair walk in and I look like a wet dog. Johnny asked me why I looked different and it's the no makeup. Um, I thought that was actually a great moment from Victoria F. and very relatable and funny and a new side of her personality. Maybe not great Johnny moment, but you know, it happens. Um, And they're really mad because they, you know, these women are all glammed up. And I think, as I've mentioned on the show basically every week, is this kind of splitting them up and bringing in new people twist is very Love Island. They call it Casa Amor on Love Island. But on that show, they do have glam. So they are separated from their current partner and new people are brought in to test both of them, which obviously the girls were going to get new guys. I don't know why they thought they weren't going to. They were quite dramatic about that as well. It wouldn't have made any sense, but I guess they really weren't thinking that far ahead or just in denial or didn't care. I don't know. A lot of tears, Um, but they didn't get, they don't get glam. They don't get glam at the resort, but they do get, they do get AC. You guys, I thought the best part of the first episode, or maybe it was the start of the second one, was the women so mad in the van going to the new resort and they're doing this fake ad like this place is everything you need ac and bathrooms it's beautiful but really they're miserable and they want to die like it took everything in them to pretend to be happy to be there because they needed to plug the second resort that killed me um but also like the ac in the bathrooms and getting to be away from the guys and maybe you know do your hair and wash your hair you know should should be an okay perk i they i they were losing me a little bit with how dramatic they were being um they were debating asking their boys to leave their mental health is spiraling lace is crying she says rodney didn't kiss her goodbye we see that eliza was on his list or he mentions that britney's crying jill is hysterical um and i think it's kind of wild that the show opted to air 10 plus minutes of them talking about how miserable the show was making them that was a little bit of a fourth wall break and you know didn't make this show look great kind of like them showing teddy talking to a producer and storming out um i don't know it wasn't wasn't the best um logan says he's not wasting any time he's curious um about what he'll do and he it's kind of funny that the girls admit they're concerned that he was so connected with shanae like what does that say about him um which i think is kind of a fair point but we later see him making out with sarah and sarah did tweet not featured the two days of only hanging out with logan before asking him on a date wasn't as random as it may seem so we're gonna have logan shanae and sarah definitely kind of melt down over there we have jacob kissing kate she is the girl from selling sunset or wanted to be on selling sunset sorry she's from the oppenheim group isn't on selling sunset um we barely saw her on uh clayton season but now she's here and she straight up straight up says i am not leaving here without a rose she is determined um it's working though because jacob says i don't wake up thinking of jill i wake up thinking of you the two of them are making out getting hot and heavy pretty quick eliza and rodney also hitting off making out in the pool they go on a date lace has reason to be concerned and when she shows up and he's missing she's not happy um i didn't know lace and rodney had this strong of a connection 
And I don't think anyone did. And I think him and Eliza will be more likely to go to the distance, if I had to guess. Poor Olu and Adam from Australia and Alex and Rick aren't really getting much love from the girls, um, Victoria F. and Jill and, you know, Serene, who's obviously sticking it out with Brandon. The other the other island isn't exploring quite as much. Just Shanae, who is now called Shanae 2.0, by the way, in her job, if you didn't notice. She gets a date card. She asks out Tyler. She's making out with him. She's all hot and bothered. She's sore. But we have Jill cock blocking them. And based on the promo, it's going to be Tyler and Brittany. Um, Brittany and Tyler did kiss moments before his uh, Shanae situation. And... Naturally, you know, Andrew initially wasn't giving Jasenia the time of day. He says, it's not you, it's me. He's being a little awkward. That's when we see the Tyler and Brittany kiss. But a day later, we don't know how long this split week is, but obviously it's at least two days. I think we have two different outfits, so it's at least two different days. And Jasenia wears Andrew down a little bit. They're talking about rom-coms, video games. She makes it clear she was there for him. And then they're making out in an outdoor shower, I think, trying to like be like a rom-com. I feel like they cut maybe that out or maybe I wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, they're under the water and I feel like they were trying to, you know, be the notebook, which we'll see. That should be an interesting one. I'm not sure. Um, maybe Brittany and Tyler will be solidified so then Jasenia and Andrew will be solidified I think the only other real you know test is going to be Rodney's gonna have to let lace down for Eliza and I think the Shanae Logan um obviously Sarah situation is going to be chaotic the rest I think are gonna go back to normal Aaron's kind of made it clear he's sticking it out with Genevieve who's crying and not doesn't have any faith with him Brandon obviously you know no interest in straying from Serene and Johnny also made his intentions pretty clear to stick it out with Victoria which I didn't know they were so solid and you will see um I guess in the promo it looks like maybe Victoria F is a little tested but I think they're in it for the long haul as well you'll hear Ashley and Jared name them as a couple but that's kind of the breakdown I don't know I was entertained a little bit I think that the split week will be more interesting when they do a rose ceremony of who picks who that's definitely the highlight on Love Island also and maybe they'll get to okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, have to admit what they did or didn't do, who kissed, who didn't. Obviously, a lot of the guys were just doing, like, synchronized swimming routines, and the girls were too busy crying to explore any new connections. Um... I don't know. I think on Love Island, they do show clips of what happened and they have to like explain themselves. I don't think they'll do that on this show. That's another highlight. I think that if this was one episode, these four hours were brought to, to one two hour episode, I think it would have been great television. I think it's too much and I think it's still just not great. But, you know, that's my opinion. To quote Tamara Judge from Orange County, that's my opinion. I've been in BravoCon land. Um, but without further ado, here is my interview with Ashley and Jared. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. Clearly, you've got a lot going on to chat with me real quick. Um, I just wanted to start by asking you about your expectations, kind of coming back to paradise and what you were expecting. And then maybe if the reaction was what you were expecting. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know. Well, we had no expectations going to paradise. So we got the phone call like three weeks before and they said, Hey, listen, we want to bring you guys down and we want you guys to 
you know, have some quality time on the beach. And initially we were going to bring down Dawson, but it didn't work out because he had a passport. It's a long story. So it actually worked out really well where we were just being, we were able to go down there and enjoy our time together. Because as anybody knows, like having a kid and then we just started a business, it really takes a lot of time and effort and your relationship takes a back step or at least the intimacy with it and the romance and like just the dating portion of your life. So we had the opportunity to do that down in paradise and to do it in a place that means a lot to us was pretty cool. And the reaction, dude, it's like people actually aren't actually, and they've gotten a lot nicer when we first were on Monday's episode or like when we got so much, when we had time, our date, our date episode. Yes. Or like, I mean, it wasn't that bad because people were like, we like Ashley and Jared, but why are they on the screen so much? We don't want to see this. We want to see people dating. But at the same time, it kind of frustrates me because here's a little event session. Like, listen, we, I love Bachelor Family. I love the people who watch the show. They've given us more than I could possibly ever imagine. But they also love love. And the, the idea that love ends when two people meet on a, a show and then leave kind of boggles my mind. Like love, as anybody who tells you who's been in a long-term relationship or who's married, who has kids, it evolves, it changes, it takes work. And the love that I have for Ashley is stronger now than it ever was when you guys saw on the team on like the show. It's so sweet of him to say. <clears throat> it's true. I mean, she's not only my wife, but she's the mother of my child. So we had the opportunity to go down there and really talk about things that we don't talk about on a, on a, on a day-to-day life, about like what she means to me, what Dawson means to me, what parenthood means to me, what our parents mean to us, and like, and how they've imprinted what it means to create a family aspect. And so to express that on the show meant a lot to us. So for people to not, I listen, I understand why people are pissed off. Like we apparently got double the amount of screen time than anybody else on that Monday's episode. Even when I was watching, I was like, we're on screen again. Like, holy crap. And especially like how many, it was weird how I knew there was going to be a a joke or kind of a running theme about us sleeping together in the boom, boom room. But I never thought it was going to be like stretched out to the point it was. I thought it might be. And I was never like, I never really like wanted that, but I'm like, whatever, you know, like whatever. Did you laugh watching it back? Were you able to laugh? Fun with it. You want us to talk about it? Okay. We'll talk about it. Um, I don't care. It's also a real thing. I mean, it's not as dramatic as it seems, but we always say that like nothing's as dramatic as it seems. But like, of course, there's, you know, when you have a baby and a dog and a business and you're tired all the time, like it's very hard to get like moment at like nights where you're like, all right, it's just about us. There's just no way. It's impossible, actually. (laughs) There's no way. Well, make it work. On tonight, on last night, this week's episodes, we're seeing the like twist kind of play out. And I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of maybe some of the meltdowns that ensued when they were, the women were kind of asked to go to the other side of the beach. And they obviously don't know that guys are coming for them too, but how would you guys have reacted to that? And do you think there was overreactions or do you think it was justified? I'm... Uh, I mean, wait, 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 wait. What was the question? When how we, how the girls reacted when they were told, uh, "Listen, you're leaving." Well, I understand the reaction. Of course, I'd be pissed off as well. You're forming relationships, and now you're jeopardizing these relationships. But it's you know, at the end so of the I, day, like the thing is, like your relationship's going to be tested if it can't survive that division for a week or so. Well, then it probably wasn't going to survive in general. I don't think they overreacted. Oh, but, I don't think they overreacted either. But also it's so frustrating. But like when you do like grind it down to the itty bitty it's like if you can survive this you gotta survive this you know what yeah. i mean yeah so they're I'm going sick. back to the vendanta which is my favorite place on earth and they're getting ac yeah so and they're getting new guys 
I don't know. It doesn't seem they like don't it. know that yet, I guess. Maybe that's why. Or they're just, I don't know. But yeah. um yeah, they just think they're going to Vedanta and sitting around and having girl time for a week. So that that's pretty crappy, but they should know better. Yes. Um, the Michael A and Danielle arrival, I feel like also has gotten some mixed results because some people are like, oh, this makes sense. And other people, I know Sierra was tweeting maybe a little salty about how that went down. What did you think of that whole situation? I mean, I'm you know for what? I'm for Danielle and Michael. Why not? I mean, the thing is, I I think at the end of the day, Sierra is a fantastic person and I love her so much. But if from what we gathered when we were down on the beach, it was more so that Michael maybe didn't feel it with Sierra as much as he wasn't. It was more about his connection with Sierra than it was. He's not ready for a relationship. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. And initially, like before we got to talk to Michael about that, I was like, oh, I guess he's leaving too because he's probably realizing that this is not for him. But then the next day we talked to him and he was like, no, it's, it's not that. It's just that I truly like didn't. I knew that that wasn't going to be a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Danielle coming down. It's like, guys. This isn't a TV show. There are people making decisions. Yeah. And we yeah. and they will protect the people that we want to see there and we want to see their storyline like continue to evolve. And Michael A is one of those people. Fair. Yeah. It it it's like listen, it's about love. It's a, like they're like, oh, we want it to be about love. And then you have two people who are in love and they're like, Well, we don't want to see that, we want to see drama. And then they bring in drama and then they're like, Well, no, this is supposed to be like real love. And it's like, well, come on now. I've always said that we want what we can't have in Bachelor Nation. When it's a happy ending, we we want drama. When it's a dramatic ending, we want the love story. So that's just a that's a personal, I think, Bachelor Nation problem. Um, but which couple stuck out to you guys the most when you were there in person? Oh, Brandon and Serene, obviously. They were the only solid couple when we were there. And it seemed to be like love and we had only been there for seven days. I think we like left on day seven for them, day six or seven. So like, yeah, they were serious fast. Even when we found out that they were, that the cast was splitting, because we found out like oh, as we were leaving, um, we were like, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll make it yeah. through. And I feel confident that they will. Um, and then like, we always say that Johnny and Victoria, they're just like cruising. We were we kept saying like, are they good? Are they good? And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, they're just lying there together. Just. They're just a quiet, peaceful couple. Yeah, easy going. Um, did you guys meet Sally? I'm obsessed with Sally. We were sleeping when Sally came down. Yeah, never met Sally. She was gone that quick. You didn't even get to meet her. So, yeah. Literally, we went to bed. <clears throat> we woke up the next morning, and then they were like, they were like oh, Sally came in. And we were like, oh, where is she? And they're like, no, she left, too. Same, like, what? Same Kira. Kira came back down in the middle of the night. Didn't know she came. Didn't know Romeo left. I know. We didn't know Romeo left. We didn't know Kara and Sally came. There's a lot. I mean, that's what happens when you're a married couple and you go to bed at 10 yeah, and then you sure. wake up and then everything, everything in paradise happens in the uh, wee hours. Uh, well, my last question for you guys is what is the best piece of tea that you learned while hanging out on the day beds with this cast? Ah, the best part of tea. Dawson, what do you know? Remember? What he did we things. tell you? What did we tell you? From the new cast, I'm trying to think of tea. I don't know. Man, that's right, tough. That's fair. We think, Sorry, yeah, no, I know. I wish I had some I good answers it. for it. I, know. <laughs> um, I would say one thing is that Justin, uh, we hope to see Justin on our television screen again. We okay. love Justin. He's such a sweet guy, and we, we he's gone too soon. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's great. So I'm hoping that he's either on Paradise next year or, I mean, well, shit. He's not gone too soon. He's still there. I thought he left. I thought no, he left. Yeah, he left. You got sent home. Oh. 
episode. Oh, well. This. Maybe he's coming back now. Uh, yeah, I think he left. But I agree. I enjoyed Justin as well. He left yeah. last night. So that's the only, like, we don't have tea, but we really wish Justin was still there. That's very sad. So we're hoping to see him on our television screens again very soon. Uh, but for tea, damn, we got nothing. We're lame. We are so lame. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lace is crazy as ever in the most wonderful and endearing way. Love her to death. Uh, she was just, she was great to be with because she just, she just says exactly how it is. Uh, yeah, fuck, I got nothing. Got nothing. No, that was good. Yeah, I, that means we saw all the good stuff. There was nothing crazy that we missed. So that's true. That means we saw it. Well, thank you guys so much. It was nice to talk to you as always. And, you know, congrats on that baby you're holding right there. Congrats, <laughs> psycho. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor Breakdowns. Mm-hmm.